Thank you for downloading this podcast from Abrupt Audio. You can find more episodes of this and many other podcasts at abruptaudio.com. Subscribe today to get the next episode automatically. Smarty, you like breakfast, right? Yeah, why not? I have a big old bowl of nothing every day. Great. And with your old bowl of nothing, what do you drink? Just tea. That's it. Right. You know that we're talking about something related to coffee, and you said tea. In my opinion, tea is better. After now upsetting maybe a load true. of people. I may I may I may agree with you, but you know, great. We're actually talking about how your breakfast and coffee can be replaced with one drink. So thanks for help, Martin, with that roll of the intro. No worries. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Pixel Podcast. Yes. Thank you to everyone, by the way, who is still listening and has been tuned in for a long time. We know there's a lot of you who have stuck with us from like near episode one and still with us today. And we absolutely love you. And we're growing in listeners as well. So yay, we had a load of listeners in the last few weeks. And hello, if you're new, why not drop us a little tweet on Twitter and say hello, I'm new. That's at Pixel Podcast. And we'll say hello. Thank you very much for listening. And that's how that's going to work. So yes, let's get down to what we're talking about this episode. It's a little bit weird, and it's probably going to be a little bit of a short one, but we just wanted to talk about it because it's really quite interesting. Now, a lot of people have breakfast in the morning, and they have coffee with a breakfast, so why not combine that into a drink altogether? Now, I sometimes have toasts, so blending toast and coffee does not sound nice to me, or blending Cheerios with coffee? I mean, there's milk in cereal, right? So, I mean, it could work. See, yeah. If I ever did ever have breakfast, it'd be um, bacon roll and some... So, so bacon, bacon and coffee. Bacon roll and tea. <laughs> <laughs> coffee, oh. yeah. Okay, luckily they've been a bit more inventive than what we've come up with because clearly we don't know anything about combining meals for, uh, for breakfast. Soylent is the famed meal replacement that went on to find a devoted fan base online in Silicon Valley. New to me, but I don't live in Silicon Valley, so who am I to judge? They aren't actually done innovating this amazing formula. The company has today released a brand new drink, Coffeeist, packed with 100 milligrams of caffeine, coffee flavour, and some nutrients that comes with Soylent 2.0. 2.0, Martin. I don't even know 1.0s, but 2.0, it's great. The drink promises to replace not only breakfast, but your morning cup of coffee as well. Coffeeist, like Soylent before, is meant for people too busy to set aside their time for their meals. The people in Silicon Valley, though, are generally really, really busy and apparently don't have time for anything like this. Um, but, okay, it's, it's fine. I mean, so it's appealing to those other people who don't really have the time to also mix powder with water. So, I mean, if you don't have, like, two minutes in your time in your day in the morning, just get up a little bit early. I don't I don't really know. Like, who, who doesn't have time for, for mixing water. powder and water? <laughs> Great, even though that sounds ridiculous. I mean, cereal isn't that difficult. And, I mean, what's wrong with a breakfast bar? Like... All right, it's probably, there's probably a lot wrong with the breakfast bar, but uh, I don't know a lot about this stuff anyway. I don't have breakfast more times. So like you're just shit. digging a hole more and more. I, I am literally, but and Martin's letting that happen because... <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking I could help Ben right now. I really could. <laughs> you're probably wondering why this drink and what's actually in it and what it does and blah, 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 because we haven't really explained a lot of that moment. We've just kind of made fun of the people who drink it, um, which I'm, I'm sorry if you enjoy it. I really, I really am sorry. Um, it's just, it's just got to that point uh, in the recording session where I just feel, feel this way and I can't really help it. So uh, 
Hope you stay listening. Anyway, it's actually uh, soy protein, algal oil for the nutrition, and there's a, a coffee ilfane to reduce the jitters. So there's actual coffee in it. The company claims that coffeeist has roughly the same amount of caffeine as two eight-ounce cups Jeez. of coffee. Yeah, I know. Jesus, that's like a lot. There's a bloody lot. And Soylent also hopes that the drink will ease people into drinking Soylent 2.0. They also are releasing Soylent Bar. So there we go. I said there was nothing wrong with breakfast bars. Uh, and it's marketing as a snack or small meal. So you can get coffee right now in America for about $37. A snack or a small meal? They are two different things. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are completely but different things. Let's... Martin... Uh, do you think technology goes too far with just foods get too messy with this is what I want to get back to because a lot of food we eat today actually like without even realising like most simplest things that you might buy have been engineered so much I mean I recently read about um, orange juice and looked into orange juice and actually the whole story about actually the orange juice you buy even if it says pure like 100% natural on it actually that orange juice has been like stored in massive containers for so long right because they, they pick them so far in advance and it's so long that actually all the flavour is basically lost. So what they do is, is the same companies that make perfumes make perfume packs that they add back in before they put it in the bottle. So it's engineered to taste a certain way. Regardless of the fact it might have a picture of a fresh orange on the cover, it might say pure, 100% orange, blah, 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 blah. It still has the pulp kind of in it, but all like... Basically, the goodness, really, and all the flavour is gone. So that's all re-added back in. But they don't actually want you to know that because it might stop you from actually buying it. So literally, the only fresh orange juice you can ever rely on is one that's physically been squeezed before you get it. Like, you see it being squeezed, or you do it yourself. So I'm just my, this brings up really a bigger topic, and I think really why I brought this whole article in. It's interesting to look at soil and what they're doing. And if it, you know, it's, it's kind of cool what technology can do. But I'm a little bit starting a bit because maybe it's just me getting older and the real world really kicking in where sort of like I'm caring more about what's in my food and I don't always like what I'm reading and how complacent some people are or companies will want you to be with their products and just assume that it's that way because they market it to be that way. Um, I think it is a massive concern. Obviously, uh, just one example there of food being tampered with and there's probably hundreds of thousands of foods that we didn't even know it's been uh, touched or tampered uh, by uh, by man. And with this, it's, again, it maybe it's a bit too far. Personally... I think it, I think it is, personally. I think but... if you really want breakfast, you get up in the morning, you make it yourself, cereal, that's it. I'm sorry, and if you don't have time, I understand that maybe you have a really busy schedule, stuff like that. Have a smoothie. Yeah, make yourself a smoothie. smoothie like, so or pre-make pre a smoothie, like, let's say, a few days, and then you put it in the fridge in a jug or something, and then there you go. You've got a smoothie to have, like, each morning that you've made yourself. You know what's in it. You know that, like, you can put some good stuff in it. You can put some, like, little vegetables and some fruit and things like that in. Make one you actually don't really like eating. It's got all the vitamins in it, and, like, you've made it. You know what's in it. It's not engineered. It's not been made in some sort of lab. It's not mass-produced. You made it, and it's fresh, and you know what it is. And I think that's really important. And I, I think that, like... That's why I don't really buy breakfast bars or eat breakfast bars because for me, I just like to get it all to stick together in that bar. They've had to add so much sugar yeah. and everything else, and it's just like I might as well. Like, I might as well pick up a dairy milk and eat that. I might as well by this point just pick. And up we're dairy not. Milk. That's how a I targeting coffeeist here. It was just because it was brought no. to us and us as the firing line. We saw that and we had to put glue it all together. And I've actually seen how much 
this actually cost. It's thirty-seven dollars. It's ridiculous, isn't it? And that it's a load of case. money. And I'm like, what is going on? Do you really have more money than sense when you think I could just grab some milk and some like some Cheerios or some Shreddies, which wouldn't cost you more than thirty-seven dollars? Or you only get this and think, oh well, it's the quicker option. And I think that's also the problem. Usually, the quicker option for food is usually the one that's always the unhealthiest or has been the most tampered yeah. with. Because it's had to be made to be that quick, generally. You know, like if it's if it's if it's made in a nice little package or a little bottle that you can grab off a shelf or whatever and just have, or really quick in the morning, it takes like no time to do. Then there's a reason behind that. That it's been made to be like that, and that, I think that's. I think if this purpose of this podcast actually just makes you stop and think for a moment and maybe look at the next, like, let's say, bottle of, you know, breakfast drinks, because there are breakfast yes, drinks right. out there. I mean, I've had, I've tried some uh, that, you know, you can get Weetabix drinks and things like There's that. And I'm just like, it's, it is a bit odd to me. And I'm just like, just if you picked it up and thought for a second behind this, if someone, if you, if you put yourself in the factory and imagine this being made and what's in it, would you then eat it? Caps lock. Preventing logging since 1980. Pixel podcast. I think maybe we just become so complacent with it because we just don't, we just trust. We trust. We trust what they do. Yeah, we trust. We we go. Oh, you know, it it has fresh on it. It must be fresh. It has, it has those... you know part of your five a day written on it. It and must you go be to good the supermarkets. They have that little um, as a table saying, "Oh, it's green. It's good for you." And, and yeah. it's like, but is it really? Yeah. There's a picture of like there's a picture of like a cow in a field or you know there's like a, a picture of you know like loads of green things and in like farms and things like that and it's like oh it's fresh no the reality of that farm is far from what you're looking at there and uh, I think it's important so we don't want to be too like you know over the top with it and we don't want to you know have a go at things and you know say you know don't eat this don't eat that because we all we all eat these things and you know we're, we're all just guilty to each other. But um, I think I a lot more recently have sort of opened up to what's going on and trying to like at least make slightly better decisions. And all I'm saying is, new technologies are great in food, and you know they'll find new ways of doing it. And you know I I'm completely open to new technologies and new ways of doing things, new ways of thinking of things. And I'm not dissing soil in any way. If you enjoy soil, fantastic, go for it. If that's what you like to drink, that's not a problem. Like we all drink things. Uh, or, or eat things that you know are manufactured in some way and you know may not be too good food, but we enjoy it and we want it and that's fine. Uh, but as long as we know what's in it, I think that's the most important thing: is to be open and, and to actually ha- actually know what you're eating. And uh, that's what I'm going to say. So, Soylent, go ahead with what you're doing. I don't particularly agree with it. I'm going to drink with it personally. It doesn't sound like something that nice. Uh, but who knows? Maybe it's actually really, really good, and we're missing out on something. But uh, yeah, I think I think there's not really much else to say, really. Martin, you got anything to sort of close on? Just do what I do. Just have a bowl of nothing. A bowl of nothing. Great. So your advice is, don't have the most important no, of the day. Um, yeah, I guess I am. No, but in all seriousness, Great. just I guess be aware <laughs> of what you're eating. And on another note, we're definitely definitely not starting a food podcast soon because we're really not that good at it no. <laughs> we're not that good at the food advice the past the present and the future walked into a bar it was tense you're listening to the pixel podcast so there we go a bit of a different episode with you we definitely won't be doing food advice probably anytime soon but we hope you enjoyed it anyway we wanted to talk about it and share some opinions i think it's important to keep talking about this sort of thing i think the conversation shouldn't end there if you want to get in touch with us on twitter I'd really, really love it. I know I've said it an awful lot recently, but 
please do let us know. What do you think? What's your thoughts and opinions? Is there something that you've come across recently that uh, is particularly bad for you, which you didn't realise? Let us know on Twitter. We'd really appreciate anyone getting in touch and let us know that. So at Pixel Podcast on Twitter, follow us, all that good stuff. We'll love you for that. If you enjoyed this episode, which we think you really did, it's, I mean, it's free, so uh, just, just saying. You can also check out the other podcasts available on Abrupt Audio, the people who obviously own and produce our podcast. They have some other great podcasts. Check them out, abruptaudio.com. And for more information, you check out our Pixel page, which is abruptaudio.com forward slash pixel. If you're on the go and want to take a podcast with you, you can probably take ours with you. We're available on the podcast app for iOS and Stitcher for Android as well. You can subscribe to us there and make sure that you get all the podcasts as they come out three times a week, every single week. With that... Martin, do you want to say thank you and goodbye and all that stuff? Well, goodbye. Thank you, Ben, once again for uh, letting me come on the podcast. Even though I am your co co-host, but I know you're trying to replace me. I, I can just sense it in the in the uh, mist. But great, I I haven't been that silent with that. Yeah, no, it's it's not been very secretive. But hopefully, I get to be here again next time. And thank you so much. And thank you for listening. Great, thanks, Martin. You're welcome. And on that note, we will see you on the next episode. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the Pixel Podcast. Thank you and good night. Or as they say in gamer speak, G-G-N-O-R-E. Jesus Christ. Okay. What a fantastic episode. Oh, God. Right, yeah. And we've been cut. <laughs> well, that's uh, Chris now saying that we're no longer on abrupt audio. We uh, we're now on uh, easy easy podcast.